Come on. There we go. It's connected. Let's turn off this mic, though, so you guys don't get double me. Okay, everyone still meowing? Yes. So, yeah, there was that one time when I did 30 minutes of poor old Gilded. I'd say there was some good content there. We actually, I think we're breaking the core, actually, this 30 minutes in. Yeah. Um, I think we're breaking the core because you're doing less sort of funny, jokey responses, Gilded. You're being a little more serious. Be serious uh, when time's cool. Uh, well, it's very rare to see you serious. You're always, you pop in, you say something, uh, and then you leave. You say, uh, you say something cutesy, and then you, you run away. You know? And I know we've discussed that before, with the things you battle and everything. You mean like Slayer tasks? No, I mean like in your day-to-day -day life. Also, I forgot to record, so if you want to introduce yourself really quick, Gilded. Like, just a quick rundown introduction. I am Gilded Death, and I love RuneScape and Kitties. Mic drop. Mic drop. You're going to school. <laughs> <laughs> you were just now talking about, you know, how some people are very happy to be out on their own. And then we realized that I probably shouldn't be out on my own because I can't hit the record button. But uh, <laughs> uh, you were talking about that. Do you want to pick up from there? I know I probably, I probably killed your uh, positional vibe on it all. <laughs> well, you were talking about how, you know, uh, when you're younger, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to be living on your own. And. You're, you're, everything's going right for you, and then mid twenties, late twenties, you're like uh, you living at home with your parents. People are like they're jealous. You were talking about that. Well, I feel like the twenties, like twenty to twenty nine, is such. I feel like that's like the international airport of everyone's lifespan because it's like you can have a dude who's twenty nine who doesn't have a college education. He doesn't live with his family, but he's making great money to live off of, and there's no shame in what he does, and he's surviving. Or you could have a 21-year-old that has his master's because he took advanced placement classes in high school. He could be a homeowner. The 29-year-old could be renting out a house. It's like the 20s is so crazy because everybody's just doing different things, and I feel like there's no expectation that people should hold themselves to. And I feel like that's why a lot of people nowadays in their 20s are so depressed and so like existential crisis because they're comparing themselves to the people who have it so well off. And I'm like, well, you're doomed for failure if that's all you do. And there's no shame in, you know, not being at the top of your game. It's like, we all got a journey to walk and it's like, you know, I'm 27. I I'm working on my associates. There's people who are 27 that have like a PhD, but I'm not getting any younger. And you know, the way I see it, I'm like, well, I'd rather be 27 with an associates than 27 without one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it makes a difference. And just um, It sounds like you've already come to terms, though, which I would say there's a huge turning power point in the mid-20s. And it sounds like you hit it pretty well. Maybe there's some things you missed, but, you know, everyone's journey is a little different. But yeah. it sounds like you... Definitely hit that turning point where you realize, you know, where you become a lot of these things. 
Well, it's not that you're wise, really. It's just you begin to realize there's different stages for everything, and just because someone isn't there doesn't mean they won't be, or doesn't mean they're in the wrong position, you know? I'd say the only way you're really ever in the wrong, wrong, you know? If you're not trying your best 20, Well, yeah, if you're not trying, and if you're, like, in prison or something, then you've probably made a wrong turn. Well, the way I see it, it's like, it's it's from Lion King, Rafiki, when he's talking to Simba, he's like, the way I see it, you can do two things with the past. You can run away from it, or you can learn from it. And so it's like, okay, I'm 27, I don't have my associates, boo-hoo. Well, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to, you know, resent people that have an associates that are younger than you? Or are you going to, you know, do something about it? Like, and I'm like, you know what, I'm young enough. I live with my parents. I'm very... I'm in a very good situation financially where I have both the time and the resources to do something like going back to school. So let me do it now because time's a wasted. You know what I mean? So you, you have an under. What? Well, I was going to go back and ask him the question. Oh, no, go, I... go for it. Yeah. So... The I'm question. the one who made a mistake. Uh, I'm on the hot seat. Um, yeah. You, you take the lead. I'm, I'm not a okay. smart cat. So I was going to ask you, we were talking before about taking responsibility and, you know, do you feel that people are take? my question to you was, do you feel that people take responsibility for their own actions as much, or do you feel that they put blame on others to well everyone it's so much easier to play the victim naturally people are going to do that okay instead of owning up to library what i said the library you sort of stopped (laughs) well it's so much easier to make excuses for yourself but Another saying, excuses are for people who need them. It's like, yeah, you can make excuses for yourself, but that doesn't help your cause. You know what I mean? And the truth of the situation is if you're responsible for the situation you're in, making excuses about it isn't bettering your cause. And until you can get to the root of the problem or even have an understanding of why you're in the position that you're in, only then can you go forward and start to better yourself. I mean, like, I don't have a lot of significant others. And an immature me years ago would have been like, oh, well, nobody wants to be my friend and nobody wants to date me. And they're the problem and not me. But 27-year-old me can be like, well, Joe, you don't essentially put yourself out there. And you don't make an attempt to get significant others or to make friends. It would be a different story if you were making attempts and getting shot down but people aren't just going to come to you you've got to put yourself out there and so nowadays if i start to feel bad like oh you know i really don't have a lot of friends it's like well it's because your lifestyle it's like you're not really making an effort to get friends if you want significant others or you want meow honeys you gotta you know (laughs) you gotta catch bees with honey like so it sounds like you're pretty self-aware Mm-hmm. I am, and I'm not going to pretend it's everyone else's fault. I don't have friends, and not that it's my fault, but 
I'm like, well, there's a reason for everything. And, you know, the reason you're not, you know, drowning in the pussy is to use the tongue of today's youth is because you're not really making an effort to do to do that. You know what I mean? It'd be a different story if I was making attempts and doing all these things and nothing was happening. I'm like, okay, what's wrong with me? Is there, do I have a problem? But it's like, I can't even begin to feel sorry for myself because it's like, well, you're not, you know, throwing yourself at girls. You're very, you know, introverted and just kind of do your own thing day in, day out. So you can't really feel sorry for yourself for being lonely when you don't make attempts to not be lonely. You know what I mean? So you, I mean, well, I was going to get somewhere with that self-awareness. Um, so you're very self-aware. How much of it do you put into practice, though? What does that mean? Self-aware? What do you mean, puts it to practice? Put it into practice? So you're self-aware. You know these things. How much of it do you actually put to use, though? Like about being lonely? No. Well, no, no, just in general. So you have a lot of self-awareness, but how much of it are you putting into practice? What does it mean to put it into practice? To use, to do in your everyday life, you know? So, when I do you know, when you, a while back, you, uh-huh. Well, I can start to prioritize, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm making an effort to better myself by going back to school and trying to save money. And so when I throw things into it, like being popular or having girlfriends, I can rationalize like, okay, well, maybe that's not important right now. And if you want to live a successful life, you have to be able to prioritize. And I definitely think committing to your education and your homework and studying is way more important than, you know, just trying to get laid. It's like, you got to be able to, you know, understand what's important at the time. And if I can sacrifice something important, or if I can sacrifice something less important for something more important, I feel like that's a fair trade-off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> Next question, please. Well, what questions do you have? It is all about you. Do remember, folks. You can ask questions too. Hmm. Well, no, it's tough. Why won't you tell me the name of your cat? Uh, well, that's a security thing. Ah. You know, yeah. the cat's yeah. name. You can do. He's so adorable. Uh, bunk. You know. But he's so adorable. Well, I mean, why do you want to know so much? Because I love cats and I love to know the names. Because I feel like a cat's name says a lot about it. How so? It ties into their personalities. Like, I have a cat named Chloe, and she's a prima donna. She's very finicky. She's very on her terms, and I feel like that just kind of 
Like Chloe just kind of fits that. You know what I mean? Like it kind of sounds like a, uh, you know, Jersey Shore kind of name. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And I think your cat's so cute. <laughs> I don't need to know his name. All I need to know is that he's cute. Maybe he'll adopt your cat. <laughs> cats. Well, I think in the past he's been, he's not allowed to have more cats. And then my mom's like, no more cats. We've got plenty. Uh, did we just oh, have a major lag spike? No, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yep. Major, major what? Did you lose forcibly closed. Yeah, forcibly closed. Bongo, did you lose it too? Uh, huh. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Let's take a look at their website. How do you feel the about <laughs> the Gilded Die website? How do you feel about the recent expansion? The, what we're trying to expand? What with Minecraft and World of Warcraft? Well, just yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, new allowing new gaming channels in besides RuneScape. I don't see a downside to that. Do you like it? I mean, it doesn't seem well, like yeah, you're because... one of the people that want to participate. But well, because I only play RuneScape. But other people play other games, and if they want to, you know, it's like, you know, I love playing Minecraft, but I don't really have a good community on there of people to interact with. Like, on Old School RuneScape, I got Meow Talk, I got all my homies, and it's fun. But it's like, well, what if we could compromise that and, like, get some people from Meow Talk to do what they love and enjoy that you love and enjoy, like, in a different playing field? I think that's awesome. So you're in support of it. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? What, what's the uh, takeaway from that? Like, that less people are playing RuneScape? It's like, the clan chat in RuneScape is so big, it's never going to be lacking. You know what I mean? Like, wow, there's nobody here. Like, there's always going to be people. Like, And Trace loves playing Minecraft, and she hasn't been playing old school RuneScape. So Trace is going to do as Trace pleases and play Minecraft. So what difference does it make if she's playing it with other people versus, you know what I mean? Like, well, I still like playing RuneScape too. Don't don't get me wrong there. Yeah, and the beauty of it is you're free to do as you please, and it's like, well, if I feel like playing Minecraft today, I should want to be able to play Minecraft. It's like I don't want to feel forced to RuneScape because that's where all my homies are, but. If we can get some homies on other platforms, it's like, it'll feel more natural. You know what I mean? Ah, so you understand my goal here of having more places for us to be and Great participate. I mean, at the end of the day, everything we do is just fun. And, like, playing other games is fun. Like... I have a question. Yes, baby. <laughs> um, do you feel you've made lifelong friends in the yeah. clan chat? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the Meow Talk is so great for me because, like I said earlier, I am an introvert and I don't go out. 
I don't, you know, actively put myself out there. So okay. if I can maintain a social life within the comfort of my um, extracurricular activities, so to say, like, I feel like that's even better. It's like, wow, I, I can be an introvert without even, like, leaving my house, like, because <laughs> I got the meow, the meow homies. You can, you can participate in extrovert-type activities while being an introvert. Exactly, and I think that's incredible because I'm a very all-or-nothing, black-or-white kind of person, and it's cool to kind of, like, meet things halfway, you know what I mean? I'm like, well, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean, you know, you're doomed to be an introvert forever. Like, there's other introverts out there, like, just like you, and I feel like Nail Talk is great because... It's a little bit of everybody, you know? I mean, every time Scoot or Bronx send a Snapchat, they're like at the club or something. And I'm like, but that's awesome because it's not like we're a clan of just a bunch of basement-dwelling introverts. It's like we literally got people all over the social spectrum. And I think that's what makes it so great is because we all come together like as Meowcats. Like. So when we first started talking and I said that I had been in that class over 30 years ago, you sounded shocked. Are, are you shocked to find out that there's older players, you know, out there that still play RuneScape and play other games? It's always interesting because I always saw myself as, I'm not saying you're old, by the way, just putting that... Uh, liability insurance up there but <laughs> I've, I've always imagined myself like as the old uh -huh. guy who still loves mario who still loves arcade games and like who still plays games i feel like that's a part of my life like video games and mario brothers like all that's been a staple of my life since like as long as i can remember and so i feel like that's not something i'd ever outgrow so it's refreshing to see like not that people don't never grow up but it's like you can be a functioning adult with a salary and a pension plan and like you can still play games like it's like i feel like there's a um there's this taboo with playing and enjoying video games that it's childish or immature or you're a virgin but it's like everybody plays games and everybody likes having fun and so when you see an older audience out there like people that have actively made it and had careers and families and they still play too it's like at the end of the day, we're all just kind of the same. Like, we're just here to have fun. And mm -hmm. it shouldn't be so demonizing, like, oh, you play video games. You must be a virgin. It's like, no. Like, that's just a misconception. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. And so it's refreshing to see the people that I always call myself a demon at this point in my life right now. You know what I mean? Like, like people always say, oh... You remind me of me when I was your age, but it's like, how about you reverse it? It's like, you remind me of what I want to be when I'm older. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. What's that? Who just meowed? That was Gildred. It was not me. I'm getting. I'm getting my stuff prepared to go into the other room for the into night. The other room. Yes, the bedroom. Dun dun dun! A great migration. Yes, it is. I'll have, to, <laughs> I, I'll have to kick my husband off of his computer and 
so I can go to sleep. <laughs> so, well, I said I was only going to stay for 30 minutes. I ended up staying for an additional 30 minutes. So I'm going to bid you adieu. Killed it. It was actually nice getting to know you a little bit. Bongo, thank you. No problem, for... okay. And I will see everyone tomorrow. Navi, have a good night. Peace, guys. Meow, meow. Meow. Yeah, she does really good meows. I said her the other day, like, I can tell you've been practicing. <laughs> I can tell you've been practicing. So what else? What else, Gilded? Tell us more about you. That's pretty much it. I mean, what else do you want to know? Uh, I don't know, know what people want to know. I don't know what they want to know. I just what, think what do the people what, want? What do the people want? I don't know if the people even know what they want, buddy. It's like, oh, well, very nicely said. Well, I've dealt with the people enough, and if there's one thing I know, it's they don't know what they want. You know what I mean? Well, I'm saying. You don't know what you want? You haven't thought about what you want? Or... I mean, I know what I want. What do you want? I want to... In life, I pursue freedom. That's my lifetime aspiration. My freedom is the greatest thing I have. And the freedom to do as I please, and to be able to do that, you need security, stability, in terms of careers and finances, and I want to be able to make enough money to where I can live comfortably, provide for the needs of my parents and my loved ones, and still have enough free time to do the things I love, like bodybuilding and playing RuneScape or whatever it may be at the time. True love would be nice, but everybody likes that. My parents are a greater priority to me than finding a significant other ever will be. Because my parents gave me the world and I didn't even have to ask for it. They just gave it to me. And if I didn't even attempt to repay the favor, then I have no future. And it's not because I feel like I need to repay my parents for everything they've done for me, but I want to because they weren't the best parents they could be just for some award. They did it because they loved me and they wanted the best future they could give me. And that alone and how genuine their love was is enough reason for me to want to be able to repay the favor when they get older. Yeah, well, there's that. And then there's also, what about the idea you should pass it down the line, you know? You should. Well, like if you were to have some uh, little gildeds, you know, the whole make the make it better for the next generation, you know. Plenty. I mean, I would never consider kids until I'm financially stable enough to have. The way I see it is, I can barely take care of myself. I don't need to be 
but it's only because I want to do what my parents did. I I only want kids if I can give them the best that they deserve. And like if I have kids right now, while I'm 27, while I don't have a career, while I don't have a college education, that would just be taken away from that kid's future and enjoyment. And if I'm going to have a child or children, I want to do what my parents did. I want to give them the best future they deserve. And I could do that right now, but I could do it even better five or eight years down the line when I have all my shit together. You know what I mean? I'm not going to have kids just for the novelty of it. I'm going to have kids when I feel I'm ready to provide a comfortable future. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And this path you're on now, how quick do you think that'll get you there? It could be, you know, it's kind of shameful to say this, but I'm really still making everything up as I go. Um, I take advantage of opportunities that come my way. I could get my associates, be pursuing my bachelor's, and discover this fantastic program at a part-time office that's hiring. Be like, hey, we love what you do, what you're trying to do. Work part-time with us, and we'll hook you up and secure your degree. I mean, it's all about incorporating a comfortable level of risk while keeping your eyes open for opportunities not to take advantage of but to pursue like i mean i'd like to get bachelors i'd like to get a bachelor's in business a bachelor's in health sciences maybe a master's in like you know personal training because that's what i'm really passionate about but i mean i could get my associates be working at my bachelor's and land an internship with a dream job that could set me for life. And it really depends on what comes my way as I'm pursuing, you know, higher education. So you leave everything up to what might come your way. I do, but at the same time, I don't sit back and let opportunity find me. It's like, as Bandos says in RuneScape, <laughs> I envision a simple world where glory is there to be claimed by those with the gall to do so. Man, you really like uh, quoting the sort of off-the-wall philosophy, philosophical quotes that the, they had had at the time when they well, did this stuff. Because the RuneScape gods cover every corner of the spectrum, like, when you Zamorak is portrayed as pure evil and chaos, but when you dig into the lore about him, he's really not that evil as he is chaotic. And there's great truths to what he preaches. Even Zaros, um, just a quick rundown. When Zaros was a god during the Second Age, Zamorak was his most trusted general, and he betrayed Zaros and stabbed him with the Staff of Armadil, killed him, and took his place as god. And half the Zaros followers went to hiding because they believed that was a travesty, and the other half followed Zamorak. And in RuneScape 3, there was a quest called uh, Fate of the Gods, where you actually bring Zaros back to Gilinor and get to communicate with him. And you can ask his opinion on certain individuals, and you can ask him about Zamorak. And you're like, your character's like, so you must hate this dude who killed you, took your place as God King Emperor. And then basically took over, and he's like, well, in some ways, the man epitomates uh, – he's the epitome of what I advocate. Like, he overcame his own personal boundaries and limitations. 
but he did so at my own expense. So it's like, even Zaros, like, Zaros got stabbed in the back by his most trusted man, and he can still find good in Zamorak. Like, you know, not fuck this guy for betraying me, but he's like, well, I've preached to this guy, overcome your boundaries, overcome your limitations, and pursue greatness. And it's like, and he did just that, but unfortunately he did so at my expense. And so he's like, I can't really be mad at him for, you know, for him doing what I've been preaching to him. Uh, he says something else. He says, um, what do you say? He says, and so you, you ask Zamorak, you're like, well, do you intend to enact revenge on him? And he's like, revenge would serve no purpose. Even if it did, I don't have the time to really enact it. And he says, I will leave it up to those who he has wronged to pass any judgment on him they feel he deserves or doesn't deserve. Yes, yeah, and that philosophy, a lot of it, um, obviously, it comes from other stuff. Where do you think uh, that stuff's rooted? And you, you quote stuff you get from games. So I just wonder if you have any sort of foreboding knowledge of where it's all it comes from. It's all inspired by obviously real life ideologies. It's like when the game was created, when they created those characters, they obviously based them off people. Definitely. And, like, to have a... So, talking about Zamorak, how he's really not all that inherently evil. He just is the epitome of chaos, and chaos is essentially challenging traditions. Now, a god like Vandos, I would say, is evil. Not... He's he's more neutral evil. He's not evil to hurt others, but he loves war. And he's like, as far as I can remember... He's like, I was born knowing only war. And he loves just a glorious fight to the death with two people. And, you know, he's very violent. But with his ideologies, like I said before, he says, he's like, I envision a world where there's no need to flatter or deceive. He's like, people should just be honest with each other. He's like, I love war and I love a glorious fight. And he's like, in my day, glory came from the number of notches on your axe. And he's like, you know, there's no need for a world ruled by gods where, you know, they want to flatter and deceive. He's like, I'll tell you how I feel and I'll stand by it. And um, well, where you... do you think that might come from? Like, if you were to trace those philosophical roots, where do you think it came from? Because you're always talking about uh, these, like, these in-game philosophical things, but I just wonder if you have like any reckoning or knowing or what philosophy you know or don't know. I've taken medieval humanities and um, you know introduction to religions, and it, it's a bunch of different things from Buddhism and Islam and Christianity and uh, Judaism. Really, it's it's kind of similar to Buddhism because of the the noble truths in Buddhism and a truth. You know, Bandos is just not only being honest with himself, but he's being honest with others. And he sees no need to flatter or deceive. And that obviously, you know, it just comes from being truthful. Well, it's nice to know that you know these things. Um, 
And what are you? What is your personal belief system? What is the blueprint of Gilded's beliefs? Treat others how you want to be treated. Help your fellow man. Love each other. Forgive each other. And where do these all start from? Personal experience. That's personal like, I know what, like, oh, just do all those things because that's what Jesus would do. It's like, well, why does Jesus want that? It's like, it's because it's kind of like what we want too. It's like, I want to be loved. I want to be respected. If I'm in need, I want people to help me. And I'm not going to help people for reward. I'm just going to help them because if I know that if I was in need or if I needed help, I would want, you know, a hand going under the surface to grab my hand to pull me back up. You know what I mean? I don't help for the, uh, I don't help people for the, you know, look at me, I'm helping people. It's like, I help because it's like, if I was in a situation where I needed help, I would want somebody to help me because I've been in situations like that where, you know, nobody wants to help me, but a couple people had no reason to help me and they just did because they cared about me. And so it's like, when you have life experiences like that and you learn it's like you can say treat others how you want to be treated and help others just to help. Uh-oh, he's gone. Twitch at Navi Rios. Uh-oh, he's back. Yeah. Yeah, so all I see on my thing, I'm looking, I'm like, did he disconnect or did I? Because I heard the noise. Um, and it's well, hilarious. Uh, we... What I was saying was like, um, it's like you can preach, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, help your fellow man, but experiencing being helped and experiencing love really furthers those ideals because you've been there and you know what it's like to need help and to be helped and you want to do that for others. Not because that's what people say you should do, but it's because that's what you would want. <laughs> Does that be true, huh? Oh, evidently. Anyways. Well, that's a thing yeah. I just did. Anyways. <laughs> I think we all do things from time to time. Yeah, that's what I do. Boom, boom. Anyways, so yeah, yeah, it does seem though like you have a lot of interesting, interesting philosophy, but it does always seem like it's, uh, it doesn't come from anything sort of textbook it's sort of a lot of rs philosophy a lot of uh bits and pieces of everything to make my own because obviously i can't you know take everything from one thing it's like well you gotta do a mix of things to you know broaden your horizons
expecting a very important phone call and this phone call well it's it's very it's important and it's like okay i need an important answer from this person i'm expecting to hear from and i until i can hear from them i'm not gonna be able to calm down and it's like well the way i see it while i'm waiting for this phone call whether i decide to be anxious or i decide to be relaxed will make no difference in when i get the phone call so if I had a choice, would I rather be relaxed or would I rather be anxious? <coughs> oh, well, that's very good. Is that why you were like dying to get a hold of me? You were like, he wanted to do this thing. I know it. <laughs> nah, I just like to mess with you. Yeah. To quote the crabs. Yeah, Trace was like, yo, it's looking for you. Like every 20 seconds, like I'm just trying to eat tacos and listen to music. He didn't show up yesterday. What's up, Bonga? My man, Bonga. Hey, Bonga, you got any questions for Gilded here? Bonga, tanking Bandos like a um, I think he's come up with some really good answers. I can't hear him. Yeah, he's got a question. He's got a question for me. When are you going to come to yeah. Bandos? <laughs> so, Bongo, I was trying to naturalize this area I made all square. So I used TNT. Right. You should teleport to me in creative and come see well, I the mistake I've made. Yeah. Set home there for a minute. And then I want you to come have a look at my storeroom. What uh, I... And... Why? In a few, I gotta get the rest of this stuff to explode up. That's what, that's so it's not. Oh, I don't want it to unload and leave unexploded stuff everywhere. But it's but it's interesting what I've done. Trace is going to kill me later. Did somebody say boo? She's gonna be like, all this water is fucked up. And it is your fault. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, you're right. It took me nearly all day to do this, man. To do a storeroom. Oh boy, where'd you build a storeroom? Underneath the water. Is this part of the Meowcast too? Yeah. Well, I wanted him to ask you some questions. I'd love. I'd love. What's your thoughts on coming and playing this gilded? Coming in and playing Minecraft? Yeah. I am, as I said, very all or nothing and can only commit to one or two things at a time so it's runescape and nothing else nothing else huh i'm sure it's lots of fun and i'm sure i'd have lots of fun if i brought in my horizons to other games but 
probably, you know, some of those boxes I check, I kind of just am very all or nothing and like commit to one thing at a time. Like, and why is that? I don't know. It's just the way I've always been. I've always been very all or nothing. Very, you know. Do you think that's like a major benefit, all or nothing? Very committed to what you're doing. Double-edged sword. I can, you know, put all my eggs in one basket and fail tremendously and have nothing to fall back on, or I can pursue something, be very successful at it, and just own it, hundred percent. But that's a very foolish thing to do. Put all your eggs in one basket. But I don't do that. But I tend to be all or nothing. And like I'm talking to my mom about going to the gym. I'm like, you know, I'm tired. I usually run five miles on, you know, uh, Wednesdays, but not really feeling that great today. I don't know if I can do all five miles. Maybe I shouldn't go. And she's like, well, why don't you just do like three miles? I'm like, no, because I normally do five. And if I don't do five, I'm not getting as good of a workout as I normally do. And she's like, well, why do you have to be so all or nothing? Like, why can't you just do some? And I'm like, because it's not all I'm capable of. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to do what I know I'm totally capable of, no matter what. And if I can't... You bully yourself because you do what you say you're going to do? hold myself to the highest standard I can because if I don't, I'll never get any better at what I do. It's like, yeah, I'm ripped and I have abs and I got muscles, but if I'm just complacent with what I have, I'll never get any better. I constantly have to up the ante and put more pressure on myself to succeed so I'm constantly growing. You know what I mean? Physically and mentally like and i'm probably a little harder on myself than i have to be but you know that's why i'm you know as successful as i am at being an athlete because i've always shot more not in a dangerous sense like oh i'm gonna try benching bench pressing 300 pounds even though i can only do 200 like i'm not gonna kill myself trying to do something i know i'm not capable of but i'll always Shoot for what I know I'm capable of achieving because if I don't, then I'll never get any better at what I do, especially since I love being an athlete so much. And if I'm that passionate about it and I love it that much, I should always strive for more. It's funny because when your profile picture is a cat, so when you talk, I imagine like a cat talking. Oh, man. Well, that's pretty nifty. I think that's good. Maybe, maybe one day people won't be so specious. Because people don't like cat people, man. That's okay. The nope. hate is real, is all I'm saying. No matter what you do in life, there will always be people who don't like you, and that's okay. Not everyone's going to like you. Well, now you know you say that, and then you have an understanding of that, but it does seem like your goal is to have everyone like you at all time. Have everyone what? Like you at all time. What, what would you say to that comment? I would like for people to like me, but if someone doesn't like me and there's no chance of them liking me, it's like, well, who am I to tell them what they think about me? If someone chooses not to like me, that's all up to them you know what i mean i'd like for you to like me but if you don't you're allowed not to like i'm not jesus christ like you know what i'm saying like
That's a good way of looking at it. Mm, but you seem, you know, comparatively to like when we've talked in the past, like right now, you seem like a very well-rounded individual. Rational and just. Yeah. yeah. And I've always been that way. It's just Sometimes. nobody ever asks. Nobody ever asks or digs deeper, and it's like I'm an open book. If people want to know about me, I'll gladly spill the beans. But most of the time, it doesn't call for it. You know what I mean? That's why I was such a great P mod from you know 2006 to 2011. I was just you know. Huh. I'm coming, Bongo. I'm just typing a few more commands. Uh, I'm here. I'm already here. Bro. I command you to make me a well, I'm, I'm trying to fix my water, and then I'll come to your thing. I'm replanting your potatoes for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it went a little overboard, didn't I? Yep, just a bit. Well, you know that's what I do. Yep, that's you. Oh. That's loud for you. Yeah, I feel so bad over there got so messy, but now it looks more natural, more like we blew it up to make it, you know? Running. And that was my goal. Do you think I got it right? Like, you like the reservoirs. I think you did, I believe in you. Yeah, you done it like reservoirs. Well, yeah, yeah, but I used the TNT to make it like it was more naturally made, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, it's all fucked up over here too, huh? You got a piece of wood here that you don't need? A piece of wood here that you don't need? I think that was wood that got blown over there. <laughs> oh man. And what life advice would you give people, Gilded? Save your money and stay in school. Save your money and stay in school. Incorporate a long-term plan that maintains a comfortable level of risk while being open enough to take advantage of opportunities that come your way. Wow. Don't sit back and let opportunity find you. The world doesn't care whether you make it or not. The world's going to continue to turn. Like, go out there and find opportunity. And, like, I won't get the job. I won't finish school. I will get the job. I will finish school. When you think positive, you do, you do good when you think good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Easy to be negative when you surround yourself with negativity. And what do you think, uh, and what do you got to say about the people out there who are struggling? There's nothing wrong with struggling. Everybody all around the world, every single day, people struggle. You are not alone in your struggles. And at times you might feel weak. At times you might feel pathetic. And it's okay to feel like that. At some point in their life, everybody has felt weak or pathetic, like they couldn't do something. And that's normal. But you have to understand that that's okay. It's okay to cry and it's okay to be defeated. But it's where you go with that that determines you know, what you're going to do. I mean, if you just wallow in self-pity and choose to, you know, let life walk all over you, then if life is going to walk all over you. But if you can accept the fact that you fucked up in something, 
and say, well, where do we go from here? Just that change in mentality is, shows huge progress. People who want to be successful are going to be successful. And people who want to live happy lives will well, pursue... that's not 100% of a thing either, though, is it? Because there are plenty of people who struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle. You could do, you could do everything right in the world and you could still yeah. get it at the end of the day. And that's also one of the like inevitable truths you have to understand about life that like bad things can happen to good people and by doing good you're not entitled to good i mean you get good by doing good so you're going to be doing good regardless but you can do your best and it might not be enough and that's also totally okay but you didn't do your best and you screwed up and you're at the bottom and what makes that bottoming out so pivotal is if you choose to stay there or if you choose to go back up. Like, man, I gave it my all. I gave it my best. I do everything I could. I did everything I could, and I still failed the final. It's like, okay, you failed the final. There's no sugarcoating that. But what are you going to do about that? You know what I mean? Just for example. Are you going to learn from your failures or are you going to be angry about your failure? I mean, failure is very natural and it's a very good – failure is good because when you fail, you have a great opportunity to learn from your failure. And I think it's better to fail and then succeed than it is to succeed without ever knowing failure. There's a saying, um, who's stronger, the man – who's never fallen once, or the man who's fallen and gotten back up. And what have you done um, when these things have happened? Um, well, when I turned 18, I went right into college, and I flunked out. I failed four classes, passed two, and dropped out. And I worked retail for eight years. And there was always this stigma in my head like school is bad you failed and school sucks and i'm like well i didn't really want it i was just kind of pushed into it because i'm like okay i graduated high school i guess that's what everybody does next they go to college but i just did that because that's what i thought people did i didn't truly want it after working retail for eight years i was like you know this isn't very cool i don't like this this is boring how about i go back to school and it's like, well, when you flunked out of school, you didn't want to go to school. I'm like, instead of thinking you're a constant failure, try to take one or two classes and see how you do. Those two classes were English 2 and American History, and I got A's in both of them. And I'm like, okay, so you basically just proved to yourself you're not a screw-up. You can get A's. And I noticed I started passing all the classes when I started paying for it all my, by myself. And I went back to school and I got A's and I got a literally lesson. I'm horrible at math. I failed college algebra twice and passed it with a C on the third attempt. Last semester, I took statistics and probability and I got an A. First time. Blew it out of the water. And 
it's because I really wanted it. The first two times I failed college algebra, I didn't care about college. I thought it was a scam. I was like, well, this is just what everyone's doing. I'm not even paying for it, so who cares? But once I started paying for it and started understanding its worth, that's when I started to succeed at it, when I wanted it. Would you say it's a lot of people's problems, too? Is that yeah. because they're not paying it, they don't care? Well, yeah, because um, when I took Bio 1 with lab, my professor said, this is a very hard class. It's not just a biology class. It's a Bio 1 class with lab. A lot of kids fail this class because it's very hands-on. We have lab practicals. We have – it just comes at you from all angles. And she said – and um, I was always – asking questions, always going crazy, asking little things about this and this and this on the exam reviews. And she's like, I can tell you're paying for this class out of pocket. And I said, how can you tell that? And she's like, the kids that failed this class and say, I'll just take it again next semester. The parents are paying for those kids' classes. But I see the effort you're making and I see how much you want to succeed. And I can tell you're doing this because you want to, not just because you're being coaxed into it. And I was like, damn, you're good. And she's like, I've seen it all. And how did that make you feel, man? It made me feel awesome. And she treated me very good because she saw the effort I was putting forward and she rewarded that. Like professors love when you ask questions and they love when they love seeing a student try because I mean, they're a teacher, it's their job. And so when somebody starts asking questions and starts really trying to learn it, it feels really good because they reward that because they're not just like, oh my God, this guy doesn't get it. He's asking all these stupid questions. Like they like that because it's like, wow, he's really making an effort to do the best he can. And they reward you with that. And that feels very good. And you don't have any more. Any better advice for the meows who might actually listen to this? Well, better, better advice. Was that not good enough for you? No, no, it's great. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I listen in the one hour time period. I just try to wrench everything I can out of you. You got me however long you want me for. Nope. I'm, an, I'm literally an open book. There's no shame in anything. I have no problem admitting fault, I have no problem being honest. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> now he's like, damn, this guy has some character to him. I thought he was just like cracked out. <laughs> cracked out. No. Um, yeah, I know. I, I know. I know all about it, Bongo. I'm looking at the logs and everything, trying to figure out why it's so unhappy right now. Trust me, buddy. I'm watching. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> I think I've just done way too much. Yeah, in one go. <laughs> yeah, that's on me. I mean, I tell you guys to break things, so I got out there and I broke things. It's my turn to break something. I break something? It's fun. <laughs>
No, I, I broke some. I'm actually sort of shocked at how much I've broken in just one go. Not even mad. <laughs> amazed. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah, I am. This shit's still trying to do like expert trigonometry. <laughs> I'm literally some of the things I did. I'm literally doing physics right now, and they're asking tri trigonometry questions. I'm like, yo, I already took trigonometry. I thought it was done. Oh, you're never done. Never done with anything. You're just getting started. Yeah, that's why you needed trigonometry to take physics one. It's like because that's the foundation of the math we do. I was like, fuck. Yeah, a lot of it's foundational. Uh, there's a lot of arguments made about uh, that a lot of that math is taught in the wrong um, order, which makes people hate it. Um, yeah, I think uh, I've met the upper limit of what I should be and not be doing, Bongo. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yep, I'll admit it. I broke it. I broke everything. Sorry. That's on me. That's more impressive than not impressive. Oh, dude, I, I can... I, I, I broke can break. everything. Yeah, I can break a lot of things, dude. Give me a, give me a few minutes, I'll break anything. I'll also, in breaking it, figure out how to fix it. Don't get me wrong. Um, Need something that needs breaking? Send it my way. I'll fuck that shit up. Well, and from there, though, um, like I tried to tell these guys when I'm always telling them to break things, I say you'll go from breaking it to figuring it out to fixing it. So, but the first step is breaking. The first step first. to anything is sucking. That's right. If you don't suck at something, you'll never be good at it. And anyone who says they don't suck at something, lying. they're lying and they're not growing. I used to suck at RuneScape, and I still suck at RuneScape. <laughs> but I don't suck as much as I did before. Yeah. And that's um, I'm just, I make the argument that, you know, the expert at anything was the novice originally. Yes. Like I made that argument at work and this guy was like, no, not necessarily. And he like tried to argue against it. And you could see like his mind contorting to try to say I'm wrong, that you got to suck at something first before you're good at it. You could just see his mind doing little circles, trying to figure out how to make that point, if that makes sense. Most. Most people aren't good at something the first time they attempt. Yeah, yeah. There's like maybe a very high percentile that is, but you can't, you know, can't, like it's like doing pull-ups. I can literally do pull-ups with 100 pounds of iron strapped to me, but 14 years ago I couldn't do one pull-up, and I'm like, well, I didn't just get magically good at pull-ups. Like I had to, you know, walk the steps. I had to be able to do one. I had to be able to do two, and so yeah, Five, I, I used to suck at eight, pull. and then Hell twenty-five. 
And nobody wants to think about that. And like, oftentimes I sell myself short because I'm like, well, here I am, I'm 27 and I'm just now getting my associates. There's 21 year olds with their bachelors. And I'm like, okay, mistake number one, comparing yourself to other people. I'm like, those people didn't just get their bachelors and then just get their masters. Like they had to go for it the same way you're going for your associates. Like, and I'm like, it's all subjective. Like you can't ever sell yourself short. Like, and the same with if yeah. someone's watching me in the gym doing 100 pound weight of pull ups, somebody could be like, wow, look at this guy. Why should I even bother? I can't do one pull up. I'm just going to give up or quit. It's like, you got to be like, well, keep in mind, I used to not be able to do one pull up before two, but I kept at it. And it was uphill, but I kept at it. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't do 100 pound weighted. I can't do, I could, I can almost do one. You what you should say? I can't do 100 pound weighted pull-ups yet. You could if you wanted to. If you really want to do 100 pound weighted pull-ups. Oh yeah, yeah. I could get out the thing and get at it every day. You have your priorities in order. So while Joe was doing pull-ups, some people went and got their master's degree. You know, you which is more important here. But like, but you always. But I also have the ability to get my master's if I want. It's like it's all subjective. Oh, Bongo, what new and innovative ways will I break things later? No idea. Hey, at least I didn't accidentally do something global that made everyone unable to do anything. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to mess something up. Uh, you're not listening and taking my advice because you haven't broken anything yet. You want me to get breaking? Well, you know, Bongo, the closest you've gotten is you said, I can't. No, yeah. you just haven't broke anything, you know? Yeah. You gotta get out there and you gotta break things. And you better break things now because it's gonna be a lot harder on the final test. You think so? I don't know. I stole that from a TV show since Gilded loves TV shows. Uh, ironically, same creator of the one he loves. He says, uh, I know you kids aren't ripping up your textbooks. It's going to be really hard when the final comes and you got to rip that up. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's important. It is important that you break things. When you break things, we find problems and we fix problems. We can't fix things if we don't ever find them. And that's why you're the big kahuna kitty of me out I'm not the big anything. You know, I started this yeah. because I just, when I came back, no one ever talked anywhere, and I, I didn't want to be alone all the fucking time playing a game, like, and my brother got me started on it, quit, like, immediately after, and I, and I told him before I started, I'm like, nah, dude, I don't want to start that addiction again. As soon as I do, he leaves, you know? Like, instantaneously, it's like, god damn it, dude. I said I didn't want to start this addiction up. I did, and then you leave. You know? So then I uh, I saw the lacking, and I went out and made something. The same thing when people whine and cry that they don't like this or that. It's like, you know what, dude? I went out there, and I made my own thing. 
and here you are in it complaining okay. about it, guess what you could do? You could grab your bootstraps and do the same exact thing. And people hate that, too. They hate the idea of, it is completely in my ability to get out and do what he did, and I just refuse to do it, you know? You could. You just choose not to. Yeah. Sort of like your push-ups. <laughs> I could do them. I choose not to. And then the time you don't choose to, you do other things, too. It's not just like, okay, well, then you're a failure because you're not attempting to do what I like. It's like, well, no, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. I think it's funny when you pet a cat, you scratch, you scratch them, and they're, they stick their fanny right in the air. You like cat fannies? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, doesn't everybody? <laughs> you mean you likes, don't like cat fannies? Gilded likes cat butts. Yeah, doesn't everybody? <laughs> uh, we have fun here, don't we? Well, I think I fixed all that water I fucked up. Oh, KFC cats. KFC cats. KFC cats. I would say, what do you think of KFC cats? But I do know you try to do a lot, too. If you do have an opinion about anything, not share it, because you don't want to be judged for your opinion. Is that a correct estimate? KFC cats is very based. Very based. I'm sorry, what was it? Very I hate the term based because it's, I don't know, it's just, I know you do. it just doesn't make no fucking sense. One question again. Bongo, you've heard this term based, right? Based on what? Unlike KFC cats. <laughs> when someone says they're based or that's based or this is based. You're talking, I can't hear him. He did. You had to turn him pretty high up. No, it says he's muted. Uh, you might have unmuted. Oh my god, he was muted this whole time. Oh my god. Why'd you do that? Bongo's a pretty good lad. I must, I must have misclicked. I'm like, why does he never talk? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh god. So anyways. So... You're in the same boat as me, Bongo, because that's when someone first said the word base to me, I said, base? What is based on what? Yeah, based on what? That's what I just said. Yeah. That was my opinion. I was like, what the hell do you mean, base? <laughs> you know? It's such a weird fucking term. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Kids these days, right? <sighs> you just sigh. You're like, no, 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 no. If you come, if you come to where I am, you'll know why. You're not looking at more of the stuff I fucked up, are you? Nope. Okay. Because I'm working on it. It's not instantaneous. 
It could be. Well, Bongo's older than me, so I'm, techni- I'm technically a kid to Bongo because he's older than me. Well, you know what? There's a certain distance. Because um, I made that comment yeah. at work once, and I said, no. You know, because I was like, well, to you guys, I'm probably a kid. And they go, no, you got your own responsibilities and shit and shit to do and blah, blah, blah. On Bongo's birthday when he did the drop party and his character had the balloons as the uh, cake. I'm like, this is so uh, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so cute. Uh, I'm like, I forget that this stuff even exists in Risky. I'm like, oh yeah, we have balloons and cake. We can just get that. I'm like, why don't we do this more often? <laughs> um, I think it's exactly what you just described. You, we forget. You know? Yeah, he had balloons. He had like balloons, a hat, and cake. I'm like, bro, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, God, this is even a thing. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Like, what is it? Like the tenth anniversary cake or something? You can run around with. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so. It's like purple. Okay, I'm doing one last can... flyover, Bongo, and then I'll come look. Okay. Um, you can attack with it too. You lift it over your head and like smash it on people. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my god. Um, it doesn't do a whole lot, though. Hey, remember that? I've done all this on survival. Trend weapon of choice. I said I've done all this on survival. Remember that as well. I'll try to. Do, 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 do. do you like all the cat stuff, Bongo? I don't like cats. Uh, cat stuff at all. Ban him! I you say he cats. doesn't mind it. I, I had cats myself. Oh, you have cats? I used to. You used to have them. I love cute cats. Gilda didn't understand what that meant when you said that. <laughs> I don't think. Oh god, he had cats. Oh my god, that was funny that way. Okay. What's up? What's that? So Sam must have got yours. Oh, soil that is. Some type of mad soil. Yeah, it's took me all day to do this. So, soul sand is a mad soil. No, no, that that soil. Yeah, yeah. But it's not not soul sand. Oh my god, Bongo, holy shit. This is all on survival, bro. It's not not followed, nothing, but I'm just trying to sort it all out. Oh my god, so much. See, that's all... That's what I've been getting, and that's why I got it sorted all out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's insane, dude. What is this? All on survival. It's your little spinny box, yeah. Yeah, that's how you store lots of stuff in when you go mining and stuff. You can put stuff in it and still pick it up, uh, mine it. So you can have four lots of inventory space. Oh, yeah. It's really good, like, that's why I like fishing. 
Holy shit. I'm not looking forward to when I finally start building all these storages and shit and sorters. You got all this shit to sort out yet? Is this also the Meowcast? Yeah, I should probably wrap that up, shouldn't I? Uh, well, part of the Meowcast is I just play a game while we talk. Talk about anything, really. Whether it be exercise, working out, meowing in general. Am I going you know? to get in trouble now? No, why would you get in trouble? Well, tomorrow I'll be like, you're not allowed to join this clan. Oh God! What did I do? Join this clan. What could you have done? Exactly. It's like I don't know what I did. Yeah, I'm just saying. What could you have done that would cause that opinions? And are they really worthwhile opinions? You know, if people have an opinion like that, is it? Are they really worth your time? Aren't the meow honeys just wonderful? Are they the? Yes, everybody is wonderful. Are they though? I mean, how many people uh, call me or what's his face a Nazi? You know, I got so many haters, and all I've ever tried to do is create a uh, public community for people. You know. Oh, but it's so funny. I love that. He's like, dude, I'm literally Hitler. I'm like, what? Because so many people well, say You can't please everyone, though. And when you, when you have the position of leader and you have to make decisions that are for the best interest of everyone, some people are going to disagree with it. And But you're not wrong because people disagree with you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a, a shop I would deliver stuff to, and they, he had a saying. He told some story about a donkey and um, how you can't please everyone and shit. Everyone. He tried to give me this lesson already. That was fun. Eat a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. That wasn't that. That wasn't the lesson. These are funny because they got big ears that stick straight up. Uh, that wasn't the lesson and either, but okay. You go on a farm and just pet them, and they'll be like, okay, like, that's cool. You want to go to a farm and just pet them? I want to go to a petting zoo. A petting zoo? I love animals. You love animals? I love animals so much. Is it because they're so delicious? You're not wrong, I mean. I like kitty cats and pigs and bunny rabbits. So delicious. And oh, not for eating. I don't eat cats. What? They're stringy and delicious, man. Oh, those are pretty good. Oh. Animals are for petting, and some animals are for eating. Birds are for both petting. Have you ever pet birds? They're soft. I try not to. I'm not a big bird fan. 
I'm not a big bird fan. Well, you're meow talk, meow cat, I would assume. Meow cat. Cats don't like birds very much. Birds are soft. Are they? I think they're yeah. terrifying animals, man. Absolutely just terrifying. And the people who own them are usually not too great. <laughs> No offense to any bird owners that might exist out there, but. Well, uh, actually a bird in the sky, and you just offended me, so. You said a bird in the sky? A bird in disguise, and you just offended me. Did you roll out ever? <laughs> you said you're a bird in disguise. Did you ever roll out? Roll out? Yeah. Autobots roll out. Birds, don't, <laughs> birds aren't Autobots. Well, you just said you're a bird in disguise. Oh, okay, I get it now. Okay, <laughs> I have You had to have a thought. <laughs> so I think that's where we should call it an end when we're making jokes like that. Uh, you did an hour and 17 minutes plus bonus 30 minutes we did not get which i think we're pretty good um that's on me as usual uh i i took the extra time to suck everyone loves that uh any last parting words um you take the bad you take the good and there you have my final words the facts of life go family i'm learning <laughs> I had to take word. that from you before you can do it. My final word. Peter Griffin says that. My final words. Um, spend 50s, suck titties, pet kittens. <laughs> That's the, our motto here at Meow Talk. Is it? It is now. <laughs> He's like, this is news to me. Wow. I think that's productive. 